0: What a very welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, sit with my co-host, Morgan Hyslip. What's up, Morgan? And we talk about the terrible movies that we love. And today, folks, we have 2008's visual masterpiece, Mm. Speed Racer, directed by the Wachowskis. This movie is a sight to be seen, that is for sure. Morgan, what is kind of your history with Speed Racer?
1: Um my history I guess with the Speed Racer franchise is a little bit longer going. I want to say I was having this conversation with a few other people the other day, but I could have sworn that um because Speed Racer was so involved on Cartoon Network as a kid and Boomerang and all of that, I thought it was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon until I was like much older and realized I was like no, this is it's kind of based off of a of an anime and a and a manga and watching this now makes a lot more sense obviously um being you know old and but i see this movie a few times it's never really stuck with me this time i gotta say it's stuck like this i really enjoy this movie like what's your history with this though before we go into like any actual thoughts because like i feel like mine's like pretty thin
0: yeah so for me i remember seeing this movie back when it came out on like netflix rented dvd Mm-hmm. And I have no memory of it. And I have watched it more in the past three days than I yeah. have my entire life. I've watched it like three times. I watched it the first time in two chunks. That's And then wild. I watched it again on Monday. And then I watched it recording on Tuesday. I watched it again this morning. Because I, like, I was so unsure of how I felt. But the third time really cemented my feelings for it. Sure. Because I had a hell of a time. This is a fun-ass movie to watch. It is. It, yeah. It's hard. The first time you watch it, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on because the camera work's kind of wonky at times mixed with the cgi and stuff yeah it's not but it's perfect. really fucking fun
1: <laughs> yeah i i totally agree and i looked on
0: they have on funimation like they have the original series mm-hmm. that you can watch so i started watching that this morning i only watched the first episode but i'm really excited just to just blow through that first season the only one season of it on Funimation, so i'm gonna blow through the cartoon probably the next week
1: yeah that sounds. i mean that sounds fun i mean especially like I think that one of the just to, like, get a good, like, few brief thoughts out here before we start the show. Like, I think this movie does a really good job of keeping that tone. It almost has a like in the way that camera angles work and like lighting works in some scenes, it kind of has a Spy Kids feel. Did you get that?
0: It felt very Spy Kids 3. Yeah. Good way. Not in the shitty Spy Kids 3 of our first episode of the show.
1: It has the aftertaste. Of like a, of like a spy kids or a, uh, or a shark boy and lava girl. Whereas like, this is like, it's very much like purposefully doing its own thing. Um, and staying, staying somehow really true to that original vision in the cartoon, which I find like super impressive that they like nailed so hard in live action. But like, cause I feel like this movie above anything else is like pretty iconic for like the way that it looks. Yeah, I agree.
0: It's very, it has a, a feel not many movies have ever, I've never seen yeah. before. Like, it has a Spy Kids feel, but it's also its own kind mm-hmm. of, like, flashy version of Spy Kids if it was good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has all of the lows, not all of the lows, but it has, like, some of the, some of the lows of Spy Kids, but, like, the highs are so much higher that, like, it's almost weird, honestly. But yeah, it's still I really think-
0: good the moment where it becomes across weird is in the editing yeah by the way we're into the movie talk now uh this yeah. has a 40 percent on metacritic by the way i didn't say that earlier but it's yeah. not very high rated yeah but coming into like the visuals i think the camera work is probably the low of the movie yeah also susan saranda was nominated for a Razzie, for a golden razzie for worst supporting actress oh no i don't understand why but maybe it was just a, maybe it was just a slow year but uh, yeah, I think visually this movie's really hard to keep up with the first time around and oh, once agreed. You know, a few times. You kind of can place your your anchors on different spots in the movie and you can follow a little better. Yeah. But like the first time watching this, I was like, I don't know what's going on. It's just a bunch of bright lights and explosions.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like if Transformers was light and <laughs> color. Yeah, yeah it's I just agree. like a mess of like light and color
0: yeah if like the first three transformers had a brighter color it would be this
1: yeah for sure because there's no and telling then, how long it took to you even like i don't know how lighting or any like after effects like that sort of work and editing but like this can't have been like an easy movie to like to to edit in the first place or like even like post-produce you know yeah i think another big issue
0: might be the same thing spike is did where there's no shadows on anything
1: that's my yes that's where i exactly wh- that's where my head was yeah
0: 'Cause like I feel like the cars cast no shadows. Right. And that's why it's kinda hard to identify what's going on. Cause the foreground and background are all the same color. They're mm-hmm. all the same tone of light. And so like it's my eyes are just like they're like they're looking at the screen, but they're not mm-hmm. capturing
1: anything. There's there is no natural looking lighting in this movie. And it's no, like none at all. And I it sounds like we're kind of dogging this movie, but like let's just get it out of the way. Like the visuals are probably I'd probably say sixty percent like good. But there's like mm-hmm. a 40% that's kind of rough. I mean, it's never terrible, but it's rough.
0: And I, I think the quality of the visuals help lend it to that anime feel. I don't mm-hmm. want to say like, exactly not anime is bad, anime is cool, anime is okay. But yeah. like, it definitely gives the anime feel with it not being the best visuals. It yeah. makes it fun. Like, it makes it goofy. Yeah, exactly. it really, really leans to its comedic tone. Yes. That's what makes it fun.
1: It's very Cat in the Hat-like with The Little Brother. Yeah and the chip that, yeah that is my favorite
0: thing i love that kid in the chip I too. hilarious
1: really good comic I, relief and like they didn't have to do anything like particularly crazy the kid just had to like be this like goofy kid and then he did it and it's like and it's really good yeah
0: and i think i want to talk about it's also the visual side the editing uh-huh. is really weird there are a lot of like wipes with characters' heads moving across, and the wipe is connected to their head.
1: Oh god! I see. I'm glad I'm There's not an editor so because I didn't notice many. any
0: of this. Oh my god! Like the entire movie, if you go back and watch it again, like maybe a 20 minute chunk in the middle, you'll uh-huh. notice during the races, the when the villain or the hero or anyone's speaking, they'll usually move their head across the screen, and that move will create the next mm. scene behind them. And oh it's like yeah, a, it's, it's yeah. It's okay. a wipe effect, but it's using the head as the anchor for the effect. Yeah. And it is so jarring to me every time because it happens like. No less than 40 times in the movie. I want, oh, yeah. I also want to go through and count because I know it happens. No less than 40.
1: Yeah. It's like a big running thing in the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it might be probably the anime. It might be just like a homage to the anime. I just don't know. And I feel like that might be a lot of my issue with the movie is homaging and I don't realize it.
1: Maybe. And also like and that's the thing, it's not necessarily your fault that you're not realizing it whenever it's like, it's a very specific style that like, I don't know if anybody could have, I don't know how this got made. To be perfectly honest with you, like yeah, I think it's very I, weird. I think
0: Matrix might have helped. Um, oh, kind for of, sure, yeah, Wachowski's the chance to be able to do this. I think if this yeah. were made in modern day, this would be a, um, a Who who the guys that did in uh, the Spider Verse, the two. Um, oh man, hmm. I
1: wish I could remember. Yeah, I'm so bad.
0: Uh, yeah, but I think if they were to do that in modern day, this would be their movie. They would do. I think that. Yeah, and and, and, and even in
1: talk. modern day, like we would. I feel like any other writer, director, producer would have this in a much more grounded sort of like setting like you you would have touchstones, whereas like this is almost as if they wrote they wrote a full length version of the anime and they needed they like it was physically impossible for them to use like real world assets to like make it happen. Mm -hmm. So it was like basically this movie looks as if it's on an all digital set. Even though you yeah, know, sure, think, like there's there's actual furniture and stuff like that, but like a, the majority of this movie is like a giant green screen.
0: Yeah, I really think if they, I think that's probably one of the big things is that they're not on a actual set. And Lord yeah. Miller, which I was talking about, they weren't the directors who did uh, Spider Verse. That was three other people. Okay, but I think if like Lord Miller would be a good, they wrote the movie. They'd okay. be a good option for this thing. Their style would fit really well. Cause like, or if they use the same crew that made it into the spider-verse to do this yeah yeah i think it would be on par if not much better than the wachowski's version but i think it's also a time a sign of the time Wait, right. Oh there's not like it's some big tech
1: right you know and, boom and thinking about it think about it that way thinking about if like an animator had done it or something like that and seeing how differently it would have been now this makes me think this is kind of the best way i could describe this talking about what we just talked about would be that this is kind of like the exact opposite of who framed Roger Rabbit in s- mm-hmm. in in the way that it deals with like animation versus uh real life whereas like now it's like you don't have like this 2D character coming into a a 3D space now it's like you have all of these 3D characters in a very 2D space
0: yeah i agree with you 100% like yeah. I think there's a shot of racer riding in a car when it's like a flashback early in the beginning Mm-hmm. and it just looks super weird because his 3D image doesn't feel like it fits in the CG area setting No, yet. Yeah, you're right. Another thing to do with the editing is the timeline through a lot of the early... Like, the first hour of the movie is very confusing. You like, think so? The movie, the movie starts with the race that is, like, his first big race, mm-hmm. but it shoots back and forth. Maybe I wasn't paying attention the best, but I kind of got confused towards, like in the first hour. It was like, I can figure it out, but at yeah, first yeah. I was like, it's not. where a,
1: are we? It doesn't do a good <laughs> job of establishing no yeah okay i understand what you're saying
0: but i will say emil hirsch is excellent at speed racer what in the good costume speed. design when he's wearing the costume like the he speed, racer speed iconic costume it looks so cool i love Dude, it
1: yeah i know like every time i caught him in like the blue shirt and the ascot i'm like holy crap like what a cool like man how did they nail that like I feel like the costume design, most of the design in this movie is so good. Like, yeah, like it's so The races so good. are
0: all designed so, they're so cool. Yeah. And like, like the uh, tracks and everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you were just talking about the opening of the movie, like the opening of this movie, I texted you last night and I think that's the, oh, this is the only thought I've kind of shared with you <laughs> about this before the show. Um, is that like the, the opening of this movie, like whether you find it confusing or not is like visually like, incredible like it's so fun and it's just like you understand the stakes and you like you're watching it and like they're able to like make these if you did this today a producer director writer would not do this with the level of they would do it with a lot more realism but what you would lose with that i think is the way that like the way that like the lore of the car Fits, like on screen mm-hmm. it doesn't look like someone driving a car like the like the races in this movie don't feel like it, the cars are characters yeah and the Mach 5 that, is a character yeah it's like, so Mach 5 cool is and like its own that's character the
0: character and it's so iconic
1: yeah exactly and like I feel like that's the first time I've I've probably ever been able to say in my life so confidently that like a specific thing in a movie is its own character because a lot of people say that Hogwarts is its own character um you know all these places and stuff mm-hmm. like that and but yeah like the mach 5 they do such a good job of making each individual car its own sort of character and like the way that they just the way that like they are able to um explain like the way that speed drives and the way that he handles the car and like his relationship with his dad in the car it's so super cool like i love the lore and stuff like that out of this movie too
0: but yeah, I really like uh, talking about that, like the end at the end of the race when the car shuts down. Yes. And John Goodman hides. I don't know why he hides and doesn't tell Speed about the fifth gear yeah. fix. But uh, I feel like that really helps solidate the fact that the car's its own character. Yeah. And Speed and the car have a connection. Yeah. Um, I think also I wanted to say, uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Shit. Uh. Like you were talking about, I think if this didn't have the visual look it does, like the '08 old visual look, yeah, it would not feel as good of a adaptation as it does. Right. Because like people talk about how the Dark Knight's a great adaptation of Batman, mm-hmm. I really think Speed Racer is a better adaptation as a whole. Yeah. Than the Dark Knight. You think so? Yeah, I know it's kind of that's a hard. If you look at it not through quality but adaptation yeah. itself. Yeah. This feels more like adapt You're making an adaptation of Speed Racer. Yeah, than The Dark Knight does an adaptation of Batman.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're totally right. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on like how. I'm not a huge Batman fan. I'm not going to get into mm-hmm. like whether or not Dark Knight is a good or bad adaptation of Batman. I think they're good movies, but, um, but I guess it would depend on the type of Batman that you're used to for for The Dark Knight. But because I guess if you're like um because there's only one tone in speed racer across like all of its um well how, how
0: this it's a better adaptation than like daredevil netflix is to daredevil comics
1: <laughs> okay yes that's a great that's a very great um yeah that's a very great point yeah, yeah I, that, know, I know you i know you i know your things yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> a very good that's a very good way to put it uh yeah i i would totally agree i would totally agree because thematically it fits so perfectly uh, visually, it fits so perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. this movie nails everything like a speed racer thing. This is just, I mean, the, to me, this isn't a live action version of Speed Racer. To me, this is just the movie Speed Racer. You know? Uh, yeah, I
0: think this does the same. This is on par with End of the Spider Verse and Scott Pilgrim versus the world for adaptations.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Like, whether you like perfectly. the movie or not, like, this is a Speed Racer movie. It's not, to me, it doesn't feel like um it feels like someone really cared about speed racer and they wanted to make their own speed racer movie and they did it you know
0: i yeah i 100 percent agree with yeah you. and i i want to say the last thing for visuals is i want to get a 4k copy of this so bad <laughs> yeah like a i do Blu-ray too ultra hd copy because it would look incredible in hdr 10 yeah it's kind of and it's I kind move-
1: of a crime that yeah. we don't yeah, have it that. really is yeah. And
0: the blu I guess, super hard to find. Also, like I bought it on Vudu or Amazon, whatever. Yeah, it, it looks good, but I yeah. think it'd be even better in HDR10, especially in the races. Like at the very end when he goes into oh, like, yeah. that trance, oh. that would look incredible. Yeah, you're totally right. And I want to move out of the visuals now more into the characters sure. and the the cast itself. Yeah, I really enjoy all this cast. I Ag- think they all fit their roles really well. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Especially John Goodman as Pop. Dude, Even put, though he makes a lot of mouth noises.
1: <laughs> dude, put John Goodman. John Goodman. Let's let's say it here, folks. John Goodman is like cheese. He's good on like everything. You know, I agree.
0: I agree.
1: Yeah. Like he's good in everything he does. And like he's just like he's this perfect. Like he he's still carrying those kind of Roseanne vibes because I mean, John Goodman's never going to be able to get away from Dan. But like. You know, he has he brings in that like fatherly figure, but he's also like kind of a bit of a comic relief because he he plays a little straight, but you have you have speed's younger brother to like play off of that. And like it's just John goodman's so much fun in this movie, and but yeah, he yes, he has, has a lot has of mouth noises. The
0: yeah, there's so much, there's so much like that's just John Goodman himself, like yeah. you never notice anything he's in he makes a lot of grunts and mouth noises like in uh very, lane or anything like that but yeah, it's just very, very noticeable here when
1: they put it in the subtitles yeah <laughs> 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 like <laughs> grunts or mouth noises it's like john goodman has mouth noises owen wilson <laughs> has the word wow <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's 100 that and also was talking about the cast christina ricci mm-hmm. as trixie yep oh man yeah i, I like I, that the scene I, of her in the car dude, when she's racing with them
1: Oh, dude, yeah, and I was gonna say like the scene where they're um, they're sitting out on the car, and like he had just gotten the uh, the talk about the deal uh, for Royalton, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was making sure that was the company name. Um, sounds right. Make sure. I think that I think that's right. Um, no one correct us. Um, yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> but but yeah, like whenever they're having the conversation in the car, and like her and Speed are like having that conversation about you know him getting more successful or like winning and him paying more attention to her and stuff like that. Like it's their chemistry in this movie works really well too. Like Emile Hirsch and they're both very attractive people like Emile Hirsch and Christina Ricci, like, they have such a cool little chemistry in that, mo- like in that moment and like in that moment I'm watching it. I'm like, this doesn't feel super gushy. Like this feels written pretty cleverly. And like, I'm smiling. It doesn't seem doiky. And then all of a sudden <laughs> the thing happens where his little brother's in the trunk. And he's just like, I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, Oh dude, like, it's like one of the first times, like watching a movie and watching a gushy moment, and being like, "Oh, did you actually did ruin it, you ass?" Yeah, like, they have yeah. a they
0: have a great chemistry that I really enjoyed. Yeah.
1: Uh, a side note, do you know who
0: played the younger version of Trixie? Dude, yeah, Ariel Winter. It's Ariel Winter. I didn't know it till just now, and I looked at it.
1: Dude, that's why I texted you last night. I was like, "A oh, girl, oh, Ariel it makes Winter." So much it. more sense. It makes so much more sense. Like mm-hmm. I
0: didn't look it up. I was just like, I didn't want to spoil myself in case I had any hey. fun facts. And I was like, "Whoa, yeah, it's Ariel Winter."
1: Yeah, shout out to Modern Family. Yeah.
0: I will say one of the things that kind of confused me with the movie is the Mm -hmm. business side of it. There were a lot of companies and (laughs) names that I just couldn't keep up with.
1: (laughs) I feel like we could have cut out a lot of the business stuff and probably saved maybe 15 to 20 minutes off this movie. But Mm -hmm. I know that like that's the backbone in which like the that's where the stakes are. But like but there's so much weird set up with it that it's almost whole it's almost like almost boring like it just makes you want to drop your shoulders and be like okay but can, can we race? like can i see the pretty colors and given like this isn't if you haven't watched this movie and you're listening to this and this isn't as if um this isn't as if they completely uh cop the style of the cartoon and everyone talks really fast ha! like they don't do that but whenever they're explaining Whenever what's his face, the CEO of Royalton is explaining to Speed and their family, uh, to the racers that, um, that basically what they do is like, I'm an independent, or I still think of myself as independent because I grew this company from the ground up. I still consider myself small like you, even though we're huge. And you know, he's like full of shit, but that it's boring. Like it's, it's really boring. It's really boring. Like, and you know, it's necessary to build the world and to like to make the plot, but you could, it just, it didn't have to all be there. It could have been a little bit like a little bit simpler. Um, but that's, I don't know. Like I kind of, that's, you could have made the little movie a little bit shorter. Cause I do think the movie is paced pretty well and it's like fun set pieces, set piece back to back. And it's a lot of fun to watch visually, but, the movie's two hours and fifteen minutes. It's the longest movie we've done for the show.
0: Well, is it really? I didn't realize it was the longest one.
1: Has to be. It, it
0: didn't. It, the first hour of this movie are my least favorite because it's so much of the business stuff. Yeah. In the second hour, or the I mean, from hour to from one hour to two hour fifteen, it that hour really makes it about the races and about the stakes. I think it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Totally. I wish they had made the final race a little longer. I feel like it cuts out a little bit. That I didn't. I wish it hadn't. It
1: didn't feel like but the final race. The final race felt like the um, the cross country trip.
0: Yeah, because they really just they have that first trip where the car gets destroyed by uh, can is it cannonball does I think I think who, so uh, yeah who crushes the Mach five in the beginning of the movie yeah and that felt like such a weird like not an actual race because then they had been established yet
1: yeah exactly yeah I agree and like I just feel like the middle that that last race right before the championship. Feels so it's so long to me, especially because it's over like it's almost set up as if like that is the ending to the movie Mm -hmm. and then it ends. The Mad Max
0: middle. Huh? The Mad Max middle, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. Man, that's such a good way to put it. And like it feels like that is the actual end of the movie. But then there's that twist and they were like, actually, you were betrayed by these people and we need to do this other thing. And like, that's whenever I feel like the movie kind of just overstays its welcome, but Mm -hmm. not because like the last part is bad. The last part's not bad. It's just it feels the middle feels like an ending and then it doesn't end.
0: Yeah, I I think one of the scenes that made me think of like wasn't completely needed is the scene during the cross country race when they pull off to trade out Trixie for um, the other guy. I yeah name, the other racer and then they get that well, they have that fight scene well yeah. the fight scene is really cool and funny the way it's edited like it makes it look like an anime i yeah. feel like it wasn't needed just for them to be back in second place
1: no no felt because kind of forced no exactly and like yeah well yeah whenever they switch out to get dollar menu Dak shepherd like yes. i <laughs> i mean yeah like stuff like that's kind of unnecessary and that just that brings me back to my point about the the middle part i feel like there's so much whenever they're at the uh the cross country um they're doing the cross country race and that's whenever like the the deathmatch style fights start happening if they were and i mean death match in the sense that like this is whenever we see the mach 5 use razors and shields and stuff like that and flips and all of this uh like hydraulics all that crazy stuff and then john goodman's like he comes in and he's like He's like, it's it's driving weird. And he's like, yeah, it's pulling to the left. And then you kind of get that cool moment. But I feel like that part right there, there's so much fighting in like that middle, that middle race. And that's why it feels like the end, because at the end, yeah. it's just like, it's kind of, it kind of brings you back around. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 this is like a race more than anything
0: whereas before we move on to like the oh go ahead go ahead sorry finish
1: oh no i was just gonna say like it's a it's a race more than anything whereas like before Mm -hmm. it was like hey here's like how all these shitty people drive and like here's what you're going up against here are the like another situation of like hey here's the stakes and then we finally get there just felt like it was too long to get there i'm overstaying my welcome on this point (laughs) continuing
0: but yeah no like I think my favorite parts that aren't the racing are the family moments, like the scene where he's talking to John Gooden about how the car is pulling to the left and yeah. it feels a little heavy, but also the scene where John Gooden says they're ninjas, more like nunjas, that made me laugh That's such
1: part. a good bit, yeah.
0: And then uh the very end when they build the Mach 6, I really like the scene where they build the Mach 6 together.
1: Yes, agreed. Yeah, I totally and agree.
0: I, and then talking about the last thing I want to talk about with characters is the... Uh, is jack from lost who plays racer x and sp- or spoilers he's playing rex after the wreck that killed, supposedly kills rex racer in the beginning yeah it turns out that racer x this whole time has been a face changed rex which i the <laughs> yeah. twist is very well it's given away <laughs> early on like it's very obvious that's what happened yeah yeah but um when i first saw this movie all those years ago mm-hmm. from my memory i always thought that it was just like alluded to that he was rex not that it was specific, specifically told in the movie that he's yeah, Rex. Yeah, so totally. So when I was watching it to, the other day, I was like, "Oh wow, they really just straight up tell you that he's Rex." I always thought that it was like alluded to at the end, like a very end of the movie. It's like. And Wait it is,
1: and yeah, it kind of is, like, even though, but it's like, also just like, straight up told that it's, yeah, like, it's Rex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they basically just write it out on a piece of paper and hand it to you, but like, yeah, he, but like I was telling you pre-show, like, they do a really good job of, like, building it up, and you're like, you kind of know, but like, because that's what's in Speed, because Speed's figured it out, like, he's, he spends the whole movie, and he's like, I know this motherfucker's my brother, like, I know he yeah, is. Yeah,
0: Speed knows early, Speed figures it out early. Yeah, he's
1: not an idiot, and then... Then whenever you get the the moment at the end, whenever they have the conversation, he takes the mask off and you're kind of gutted because like, fuck, he's not the brother. And then the movie ends and he leaves and he's like, he's wearing the. um, The cocktail robe, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, why does he look like he's a millionaire uh, at the last scene? But he leaves and that's whenever like you get like the real weird exposition behind his head of like the facial reconstruction after he faked his death. And like, because, because you have to assume he was just tired of running. And, yeah. um, and then that's trying to he's trying
0: to keep the family safe from all the, the mob people that were after him, basically.
1: Yeah, totally. It's and, kind of what they allude to, yeah, totally. And, uh, and that's whenever the movie is kind of like, ah, no speed was right the whole time. You idiot. <laughs> like,
0: and I thought like they kind of allude to that speed knows, mm-hmm. but it's just, understanding why rex won't say it's him right i feel like they kind of give that they make it feel like in that scene it's a racetrack that he, he knows it's rex but he just has to understand that it can't it, it can't be rex while it's also rex right does that make sense
1: yeah yeah you're totally right he, yeah speed has to be in some sort of disbelief whenever like this person who drives just like his brother uh takes off a mask and it's someone else
0: and i feel like after racer rex tells him like when he puts off the mask and goes you're not rex i feel like Speed still knows the yeah. secret. He just knows that he can't tell anyone else. Right. Because it would kind of tear, no one, it would blur a thing up.
1: No one would believe him.
0: Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they, they're saying that, I don't think they are trying to show that Speed's dumb and doesn't realize it. I think they're showing that Speed's smart enough to know that he can't. Yeah. He can't have Rex.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. That's the best way to say it. Yeah. Wow, we can't have on this
0: podcast about speed racers. <laughs> speed
1: race? <laughs> I told Zach for the show, I've like I'm st- I was stoked to do this episode because I was not expecting to enjoy this as much as I did. Mhm. Me too.
0: I am I think a big part of that was I forgot about the races and the races are the so much fucking fun.
1: Yeah. Like yeah, the cross totally. country
0: race when the dude almost takes off Roxy's head with the uh, with wheel. One. Yes. Like that scene actually has a little bit of tension. Like there's. Oh, yeah. You know that racer is going to win, but it still gives you a little tension somehow. And yeah. I think that's so interesting. Like yeah. in the final race when he gets hooked under the car like that yep. is such a cool scene yeah and ah, like, this movie so much fun it's such that's a fun. good
1: movie and like and they even do the thing where they're um in the lore there's like oh yeah every rex like every rex every race has been rigged like everyone knows who's gonna win so it's a lot of, like it's like i guess you can compare it to wrestling sure if that's what you want to mm-hmm. do but um but yeah it's very wrestling like and um, i'm sure people have the same assumptions about nascar you know even though i'm sure yeah, NASCAR has been like
0: actual there's been like actual i think it's like actual like issues where this happened before has it yeah i think that's
1: right oh dude let's get into the deep nascar lore i
0: don't want to (laughs) what did fucking
1: (laughs) dale earnhardt do
0: oh rest in peace
1: yeah rip the king i've got a i've got a quilt with his face on it no (laughs) that's not a joke
0: (laughs) i don't believe i i I understand that it is and i know it's not
1: i'm from arkansas that's not a joke
0: but yeah i really i think the races and the action show this where this is an actual adaptation of yeah. uh, speed racer and not just a movie based off the of speed racer comics
1: yeah agree. like
0: they the races and the fight scenes like the fight scene in the quarry has that like anime zoom and the yeah it's the drawing it's, lines and it's so much fun cool. it's, it's so cool
1: yeah it's like this movie is kind of like um it's just kind of fan service for all those people who love speed racer because it gives you the vibe of speed racer and it doesn't compromise on the vibe of speed racer and i guess yeah like the more we talk about this the more i realize like this movie just doesn't compromise on the feel of its like original medium
0: yeah i agree it
1: it, yeah doubles down almost It, it absolutely does double down almost and i think that's why you either kind of love this movie or hate this movie either. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of love it or hate it. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. The last thing I want to talk about when it comes to movie talk is the score. Let's do it. Because I feel like a genius. The fact that I could, I guessed it was Michael Giacchino and he the like credits because the trumpets in this movie remind me of the Incredibles. And I was like, well, that's gotta be who it is. In case anyone doesn't know, Michael Giacchino is the, he composed a lot of Pixar movies, but he mainly does like the Incredibles. He did rogue one. Uh, he did all the Jurassic World movies, the newest ones. It's, it's like a million other movies, but like his the his mainstay is the trumpets. Like the Incredibles theme song has the trumpet in it, and I just thought it was kind of fun that I guessed it. I gotta go uh, listen Lord, to the soundtrack. Oh, dude, the soundtrack for Speed Racer is incredible. Yeah. You say it's on, is I it on Spotify. It. It's on Spotify. I was listening to it earlier.
1: Okay, because I, I hopped in the Discord and I saw you were listening to Spotify and then you were like, I'm listening to the Speed Racer soundtrack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last song on the, on, the, on the album is awesome. It's like a trumpet rendition of the Speed Racer theme song.
1: Oh, that's hot.
0: It's cool. But yeah, that's like kind of my thing. Like the score's really cool. And uh is there anything else you want to talk about when it comes to the movie itself before we go break?
1: I don't think so. I think we've kind of expended it all. I'm I'm just very pleased with how how much i did enjoy this movie but also like how how critical we were still able to get of it as well mm-hmm. because this I movie agree, yeah. this movie like has a lot of has a lot of flaws but like the movie's just so fun and just like it just makes you smile like this is just a cool movie i'm glad it exists I agree. yeah
0: i agree all right we will discuss is it that terrible and morgan's feud of the week after this break we'll be right back And we are back. Morgan, it is time. Is Speed Racer that terrible?
1: No. No, it's not. And if you think Speed Racer is terrible, you're dumb. That's my take.
0: That's our new That's our new slogan for the podcast. <laughs> if you think Speed Racer is bad, you're dumb.
1: Basically, yeah. Like, well, what about you? Like, there's, there's no way, right? I fucking had a blast with this movie. It yeah. is not
0: terrible in the slightest. I think that it does... I don't know if it deserves the 40%, but I don't think the 40% is that off.
1: No, I mean, I would the highest I would probably give it would be a 50 or a 55.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that it, the score is not representative of... The score representative of the movie, mm-hmm. but not the enjoyment factor of the movie, I guess. I don't know how to state it where it's not kind of weird sounding. No, yeah, but, I,
1: I know what you're saying. Like, the, the number isn't, like, a great representation of, like, what you're gonna get, because... This movie, like I said, like this movie is really hit or miss. You're either going to love the visual style of this movie or you're not going to like it at all. And that's probably going to be the deciding factor for most people. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And like with me, the first time watching it the other day, I did not like it at all. I was very distracted by the visuals and I did not have fun. The second time I watched it, I kind of let myself sit back and forget about the critical side of it and just enjoy it as a Speed Racer adaptation. Right. I fucking loved it. I think that was the switch I needed that changed my mind on the movie so drastically. Yeah. Is letting myself realize that, hey, this is not like a fucking Christopher Nolan or an art house cinema piece. This is a manga adaptation. Absolutely. And one of the best. Oh, I think it is. Like I said, I think it is one of the best manga slash comic book adaptations ever.
1: Yeah, I think I the one, one
0: better than it might be uh the last airbender. That's a joke. That is a
1: joke. <laughs> oh boy. Someone cliff done that out and I've put it done on it this it fucking now. Oh god.
0: But yeah, I really I really do not think this is that terrible of a movie. I think it's a lot of fun no and i think we have yet to actually get a movie that's been that terrible
1: <laughs> no yeah we, <laughs> we haven't i think the i think the closest might have been jane silent bob but not that's yeah. like that was more so just because we were bummed at how much of a time capsule it was, that was
0: yeah that was not content that was just like looking at it in the time of it
1: yeah it now yeah
0: but yeah man this is a fucking fun ass movie and i really enjoyed it
1: yeah and it's it's a it's a blast to watch and like it whenever I finished it last night, I wanted to like I wanted to tweet out immediately, like, man, fuck you guys. Like Speed Racer fucks. <laughs> but like I didn't wanna I didn't wanna give away any takes. But yeah, like man, I can't wait to tweet that out on Thursday. Stay tuned for that tweet. <laughs> yeah, what? I gotta see
0: now who someone the other day told me that this is one of their favorite movies and I gotta see who it is. Oh, uh, it's my one of my buddies from high school, Duncan. I thought it was like Chris <laughs> or someone on the, of our community, but it's not. It was Duncan. I'll tell him later when I see him. Oh, hey dude. it's a good movie all right i was wrong duncan's
1: got good taste <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah man but i really think that this is not a terrible movie at all yeah and uh yeah it's kind of my thoughts on the critical side i think we hit a lot of the critical thoughts in the visual section earlier but kind of
1: yeah just you because have anything like,
0: else you really have to say about critical stuff
1: I just, no as far as cr- critically i mean i feel like most of like most of the critiques you can give this movie is just visuals like just because like it's one of those things. This is all shot on like a soundstage or somebody somewhere with a green screen and you get weird lighting and you know, and like the and I'm sure well, I mean, I'd I'd be more be more sure than not that like a lot of the lighting choices were intentional um, mm-hmm. to give it that cartoony sort of look. I think the only real gripe I have with this movie is just that it's a little too long And, and really that, uh, it looks like at its worst, at its worst, it looks like a, like a Spy Kids movie. That's about it. I agree with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you. I think that at its worst, the Spy Kids at its best, it's a fucking fun ass time. Yeah. All right, Morgan, it's time. Who are you fighting this week in Morgan's feud
1: of the week? Oh, dude. All right. I came to this conclusion today while I was at work, I was thinking. Um, it's where I do most of my thinking. Um, (laughs) it's Rex racer now. Don't get me wrong. You understand the movie does a good job of like making you understand like, yeah, no, like Rex, not only did he go off in his own to what you have to assume he wanted to do the right thing and like doing the right thing was, um, fighting these organized fighting, organized crime via racing and stuff like that. And combating that with, um, what is it? Uh, inspector director,
0: in, in, director Inspector director inspector
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so like doing that and I understand his thing, but he, then he fakes his death. But the thing is like, I want to fight him just because like you, they do such a good job of, making you feel like he's your brother too. And Speed doesn't really have, Speed gets it. You know, like from the, he, he's really sad that his brother dies, but like as Speed gets older, like he kinda, he doesn't seem to hold a grudge against his brother. He still like looks looks up to his brother and that's like his main inspiration. It's the dad who doesn't let go. And which is, you know, kind of rightfully so. Like you go and you you abandon your family, you get yourself killed, and now we don't get to have you again. This is exactly what I didn't want. And that's what makes me want to beat the shit out of Rex is because like his family loves him to death and they only want the right thing, but he wants this different thing. And it's like so frustrating. I don't necessarily think that Rex is a bad person, but like, come on, like, you know, it's just, he's like that guy that like, you know, he doesn't have to do the thing that he's going to do. Yeah. And you want to talk him out of it. You want to beat the shit out of him and knock some sense into him, but it just doesn't work. And now he has a different face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: i i think rex rex and speed have the same kind of arc towards the end yeah where speed is gonna leave uh after the cross-country race mm-hmm. and pa sets him down and talks to him like hey listen i'm not telling you not to go but just think about what you're doing yeah and then the sister of the second racer shows up and gives her his grand his grand prix right uh his grand prix uh ticket yeah. And I think if that hadn't happened, they were kind of sh- like showing that like he was gonna end up like Rex.
1: Yeah. You know, totally. And like uh the whole point of this movie is that Rex lays the foundation for speed to become the person that Rex wanted to be. Which is like a really beautiful story.
0: Yeah, it really is. That is one thing this movie is this movie's beautiful in it's storytelling of yeah. family.
1: Which is yeah. shocking
0: from the the outside glimmer of the movie
1: exactly and it, like it all works so well and you get it and you understand by the end of it it's just that and that's why that's why i say like the only bad thing about this movie is that at it's at its worst it looks like a spy kids movie that's kind of all i got and because of the story's good and fuck yeah. rex fuck
0: rex all right wow this has been a really fun episode i've enjoyed the hell out of this episode yeah it's been a good one and i think I think we've reached our our finish line, our checkered flag. Let's fucking do
1: Ah. it. Let's get it over with. You know what I mean? All right.
0: I agree. Morgan, where can people (laughs) find you?
1: You can find me at twitter.com slash Nagram. You can also find me on instagram.com slash Nagram. Just actually made that public um, today, actually. So if you want to follow me there, go ahead. That's fine. I don't really post pictures, but that's fine. Zach, where can people find you? You can find me
0: on twitter.com slash yrokaz underscore nworb. And I am now officially streaming over at twitch.tv slash yrokaz, trying to get that Twitch affiliate love. So, yeah, I'm playing. What are you
1: streaming over there?
0: I've been playing through all of Alan Wake right now, which has been a lot of fucking fun. That game is so cool. And I think once I finish Alan Wake, I might move on to Control so I can play the AWE DLC, which is connected to Alan Wake. Ooh. So I think we might move on to another Remedy game after Alan Wake's done. But oh, I'll also stream occasionally some uh, Call of Duty or some Master Chief collection depending on the day, but mainly right now is playing through Alan Wake. Hell yeah. So yeah, hey. hop over there, find find me on there, find Morgan on Twitter, give us some love. Rate and comment on the podcast, please.
1: Yeah, do that, idiots. You know what I mean? I think Anchor
0: is currently full of, uh, Anchor, the actual podcast service, is full of bots because we have multiple women fo- like favorite our podcast that seem to be like those twitter porn accounts oh hell on yeah anchor i so hope, we're getting all those fake e-girls on our anchor account
1: i hope what it actually is is that it's someone who listens to our podcast who just runs a bunch of porn bots <laughs> and oh they're trying God, to get, <laughs> and they're trying to get us notoriety so if you know any if you have any porn bots like and make sure all of the porn bots like favorite our our show on Anchor, please. Use yeah, your, and please use please your do porn this, bots please. for good.
0: Use them for good, not evil. Follow us on Twitter at <laughs> inttpod. Um, next week we've got a twofer. I won't tell you episode two, but I'll tell you episode one. Episode one of the week: Freddie got fingered. Episode two: <clears> it's a secret. It's a secret. So secret. Grab a happy meal and enjoy it with <laughs> us when it comes out.
1: <laughs> you, all right guys you guys are gonna like episode two a lot it's it's something very cool and personal to me i've been doing a lot of a lot of thinking about it today i hope you i am it. very
0: excited for
1: it so yeah, yeah
0: thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week
1: thanks guys